BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This episode is brought to you by IQ Bar. Now get 20% off every IQ Bar product plus free shipping when you text ABW to 64000. 64000. I freaking love IQ Bar. Not only do these things taste amazing, but it's also packed with healthy functional ingredients for your body and brain. Plus, it fits every way of eating. Keto, paleo, vegan, gluten-free, all of them. IQ Bar is the only bar optimized for your brain and body. It's packed with brain nutrients, plant protein, and fiber, all with next to no sugar or net carbs. Plus, it's super clean label and so delicious. IQ Bar is holistic and natural. It's made with real food, no chemicals, loaded with protein, prebiotic fiber, healthy fats, and functional nutrients like lion's mane, which is one of my favorite adaptogenic mushrooms. IQ Bar comes in seven mouthwatering flavors. You won't believe how good they taste, especially considering they have next to no sugar or net carbs. IQ Bar is the number one brain and body protein bar in the U.S. with over 10,000 five-star reviews and hundreds of thousands of happy customers. Now get 20% off all IQ Bar products plus get free shipping. To get your 20% off, just text ABW to 64000. Get your discount. Text ABW to 64000. That's ABW to 64000. Message and data rates may apply. See terms for details. Hi, it's Dr. Will Cole. This podcast is the manifesto for a new breed of health seekers. This is the art of being well. What's up and welcome to the art of being well. I am a leading functional medicine doctor. I get to consult people around the world via webcam and I'm a New York Times bestselling author. I wrote Intuitive Fasting the Inflammation Spectrum, Ketotarian, and my brand new book, Gut Feelings. If you want to learn more about my clinical work, the telehealth center that we have, we actually have brand new telehealth patient options now open. And there's lots of free resources there for you as well. You can check it all out at drwillcole.com. That's D-R-W-I-L-L-C-O-L-E.com. And listeners of The Art of Being Well, we're giving away free signed books Every single month, no matter when you listen to this episode, all you have to do for a chance to win is head on over to Apple Podcasts, 
and rate and review The Art of Being Well there. Tell us what you love about the show. You can leave your Instagram handle in the Apple Podcast Review itself, or you can take a screenshot of the Apple Podcast Review and message me on Instagram at Dr. Will Cole with that screenshot. And every single month, my team and I will be going through the Instagram messages and the Apple Podcast Reviews themselves and randomly picking winners every single month. All right, let's get to today's guest. She is a dear friend of mine. I love this human being. Her name is Jessie Inchasope. Jessie is a French biochemist and author. She's on a mission to translate cutting-edge science into easy tips to help people improve their physical and mental health. In her first book, Glucose Revolution, a number one international bestseller translated into 41 languages, she shared her startling discovery about the essential role of blood sugar in every aspect of our lives and the surprising hacks to optimize it. Jesse is the founder of the wildly popular Instagram account at Glucose Goddess, where she teaches over 1 million people about transformative food habits. And Jesse is back by popular demand to talk about her brand new book, The Glucose Goddess Method, The Four-Week Guide to Cutting Cravings, Getting Your Energy Back, and Feeling Amazing. Let's get right to it. This is Jesse and Chalcipay's Art of Being Well. Jesse, where have you been all my life? I'm so excited you're back on the podcast. What the heck? Thanks for having me, Will. It's a pleasure. People loved your episode so much. You just for all the listeners, it is not a prerequisite for this conversation. So listen to this episode. But if you haven't listened to the first time Jesse was on the podcast, then afterwards, go listen to the episode. Yes, it was a good one. So good. All right. So let's jump right into it. This beautiful new book. It is, dare I, it's like high fashion. It's like a fashion coffee table book meets science meets food deliciousness. I don't know if that's what you're going for, but that's what I took. It's beautiful inside and out. Totally is. All of those throw in some magic. And yes, 100%. Mm -hmm. I'm super happy that that's how you felt about it because that's what I was going for. I love it. So what was the brain like magic behind it, I guess? Like what what was your vision? What was the why Mm -hmm. behind it? Yeah. Well, so, you know, my first book came out last year in April 2022. And that was essentially me explaining why blood sugar matters, why glucose levels matter, and what symptoms we might feel when we have glucose spikes and how to regulate our glucose levels so we can feel good. And what happened, Will, is that after my first book, I started getting these messages on Instagram. People were messaging me, asking me to move in with them to help them actually (laughs) do the hacks. So I was like, okay, I can't move in with all of you, but how how about I make a book How about I make like a four-week program, which is essentially me moving in with you, sitting on your couch, cooking in your kitchen with you, and helping you steady your blood sugar one week at a time. That was the idea. I love it. So did you, in fact, move in with at least a few people just to help them out? I moved in with 2,700 people. Um, (laughs) I... I actually said I ran a study on 2,700 people this October who went through the four-week method, yeah, and gave me their results, their testimonials, and I was speaking to them every day, like getting feedback. So in essence, yes. I love it. So let's this pilot study, you talk about it in the book. They can read the book for the full details of the study, but like, what were the findings? Pretty amazing stuff. 
The findings were absolutely amazing. So essentially, this is a four-week plan. And during each week, you incorporate a new glucose hack into your life. So we go savory breakfast, then we go vinegar, then we go veggie starter, then we go movement. And importantly, Will, the rest of the time, apart from the hacks, you don't have to change anything about your life. So keep that in mind as I read the results, okay? So after the four-week glucose goddess method, 90% of people are less hungry. 89% of people reduced their cravings. 77% of people said they have more energy. 67% of people say they are happier. Mental health, super important. 58% are sleeping better. 58% said their mental health improved. 46% improved their skin. 41% of people improved their diabetes numbers of those who had diabetes. And finally, 35% of people who had hormonal issues improved their hormones. And we had three babies during this pilot experiment. So three women who were not ovulating anymore and not able to conceive got pregnant during this method. So just amazing results. I am so excited about this. So cool. And this was over 2,000 people, right? Yes, 2,700. And of course, you know, we didn't have a control group. This is not a proper clinical trial. This is survey data. But I think it goes a long way in showing how people feel after they do this uh, this method. Yeah, so we have the method in the brand new book. And in the first book, The Glucose Revolution, you have 10 different glucose goddess hacks. And then yes. you picked four of the 10 for this method and you don't want to change anything else but these four things. So you make it very accessible and we'll go through each one today. But what made you pick the four out of the 10? Were they your four of your favorite? What was the thought behind it? It was a combination of things. It was one, the ones that scientifically had the biggest impact on our day and on how we felt and on our glucose levels. Two, kind of intuition and three, feedback. So, you know, over the past four years, I've been gathering daily feedback from my community on Instagram, comments, DMs, I read everything like, and so through that little alchemy, it became clear to me that the four hacks were going to be breakfast, vinegar, veggies, and movement. And they're really the most powerful to start with. Got it. So I didn't realize that your first book only came out last year. I mean, you have Mm -hmm. had a whirlwind year. Like, do you sleep? Do you sleep? Yes. Yes, I sleep a lot. I need like 10 hours. So I don't always get 10 hours, but I need 10 hours. And I, you know, I have very strong boundaries in my life. So I only do things I want to do. I am a recovered people pleaser. So now I say no to stuff and I'm like, sorry, I can't make it to this party. I want to watch Netflix and eat pasta. I'm very, I'm very honest. (laughs) And I, (laughs) and I'm very sensitive to how my body's doing. So I really as soon as something feels like I'm, I'm about to burn out, I'm too tired, I really take protective measures as soon as possible. So yes, I sleep. I love it. So was there any, the trajectory, I guess, the, the glucose goddess zeitgeist that, you're, that we're still in right now, but like, what was the trajectory of that? When did you, in being the person on the inside of all of this, what, at what point did you realize, wow, this is a worldwide phenomenon? At what point was it? I think last year when the first book came out, because prior to that, you know, I had been working on the message, the content, the communication, the teaching on Instagram for a couple of years. And, you know, when I first wrote my first book, the only data point I had was that the publishers were excited to publish it. And we were able to get it to come out in 10 different languages from the first moment it came out. 
And I had a lot of testimonials from people in my community doing better, but I didn't really know how the rest of the world was going to react. And so last year when the first book came out and I started seeing this word of mouth happening where somebody would buy the book, read it, feel better, and then buy it for three other people. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, oh, wow, like something's happening. You know, it's like it's a movement. People are mm -hmm. just using this information, making them their own, making it their own and then sharing it. Mm -hmm. And then people started recognizing me on the streets and I was like, whoa, that's <laughs> wild. So yeah, it all happened last year, really. <laughs> I love it. I mean, I'm surprised they recognize you without your beautiful rainbow uh, filter on. on right. <laughs> and I change my hair all the time. Like I try to, I, I always test it. I'm like, what about this new hair color? <laughs> it always it. works out. Incognito, the walking the streets yeah. of Paris. So let's go over these four. So in the book, you go through the four weeks and they're just adding, they're basically stacking in a yes. new tool, science-backed tool each week. Let's go through each four weeks. The first week is adding, it's a savory breakfast. That's week one, yes. right? So, so week one. Yeah, mm -hmm. let's start there. What's the science behind it? What's the action step? So listen, your breakfast impacts the rest of your day. If you have a breakfast that is pure sugar and starches, you're going to experience a big glucose spike. And then the whole day, you're going to have kicked off this glucose roller coaster, which feels like having cravings every couple of hours, being hungry, having unsteady energy, feeling like these uh, controlled by just wanting to find more sugar. And so that's really what we look at in week one, and we just nip it right in the bud. And the way we do this is by having what I call a savory breakfast. And essentially a savory breakfast, Will, is a breakfast that is built around protein. So that can be any kind of protein you like from the most common breakfast protein, eggs, yes, of course, but it can be, you know, leftover roasted tofu from last night. It can be protein powder in your smoothie. It can be some meat. It can be some fish. It can be whatever you want. So that's the base of the savory breakfast. Then we add a bit of fiber and fat. And then importantly, during a savory breakfast, you're allowed to have some starches. So you can have some bread, you can have some potatoes, but they should only be there for taste. They should not be the center of your breakfast. So you can't have just a big bowl of oats. If you want oats, it's okay, but have them as taste, you know, as a side little dish. And also nothing sweet except whole fruit. So you might be wondering like, okay, what does this mean? What can I eat? Well, that's why I created all these amazing recipes in the book to help you do that. And we start with it, Will, because it truly has a transformative effect on how you feel. Mm -hmm. And your whole day goes differently. It's really like, you know, walking through a mirror in a movie. Like you just, it's a whole new experience of life when you have no glucose spike for breakfast. I love it. So you're mitigating any glucose spike with the savory breakfast and you each yes. week there's a recipe. So for this week, we have these delicious, beautiful pictures of these savory breakfasts. I know it's probably hard to pick, but for this week, week one in the glucose goddess method, what's your favorite recipe if you had to pick or one of your favorite recipes? Well, my favorite would actually be the two egg omelet with feta and tomatoes, just because I have that several times a week. It's so easy. So I grew up eating Nutella crepe every morning for breakfast, which is not a savory breakfast. But as a result, I love crepes. And so I was like, let me try to make like a savory breakfast that's kind of like a crepe, but not a crepe. So <laughs> I make this really thin, really easy two egg omelet that I fold over some feta and tomatoes. And that is your savory breakfast that's almost like a crepe I love but we it. have tons i also love the happy halloumi 
I invented this recipe called the no spike granola. So many of us love granola, but granola is not a good vibe for your glucose levels. So I made a, a version of it that doesn't spike you. And so I'm very proud of that one. I love what's in it. What's what's it look like? Nuts, pumpkin seeds. You roast it with cinnamon and coconut oil in the oven for like five minutes. You put it on some Greek yogurt and ta-da, ta-da, Will. Ta-da. And does it matter, what's the data show? Does it matter how many grams of protein or are we just eating until satiety? Do we have to even worry about that? So what I say to people is that your breakfast should keep you full for four hours. If it does not keep you full for four hours, if you get hungry after one hour, two hours, three hours, then you're probably not having enough protein. Got so it. for some people, you know, they'll look different person to person, but that's a really important thing to keep in mind. And it's how you know that it's working. Got it. So it's based on our own activity level, yes, BMR, all exactly. of that stuff. Got it. Clean Simple Eats is on a mission to elevate lives through food, fitness, and the best tasting supplements on the planet. And I can attest I'm obsessed with their Simply Vanilla Protein Powder. Each serving contains 20 grams of grass-fed whey protein. The whey is cold processed from start to finish, keeping all the nutrients intact. Their formula also contains an enzyme blend to help your digestive system break down the protein into usable amino acids. They have 22 delicious, all-natural flavors. Like I said, I love the Simply Vanilla. It's my favorite. It tastes like ice cream, no joke. But they have tons of unique flavors. They have brownie batter, coconut cream, chocolate peanut butter, cake batter, strawberry cheesecake, mint chocolate cookie, just to name a few. One of the things I love about Clean Simple Eats is their high ingredient standards. Their protein powder is non-GMO, gluten-free, third-party tested, which is important, and always grass-fed and made with zero artificial ingredients. Honestly, there are so many protein powders out there. I have tried just about all of them, and this is so freaking good, and it's good for you. The ingredients are high quality. Visit cleansimpleeats.com. Use code WILLCOLE at checkout for 20% off your first order. That's cleansimpleeats, C-L-E-A-N-S-I-M-P-L-E-E-A-T-S.com. Use code WILLCOLE at checkout for 20% off your first order. To those curious about taking the next steps towards personal wellness and want to be more proactive about their healthy choices, Vive Organic is the fresh wellness brand that strengthens your immune system with nature's most powerful ingredients. Vive holds themselves to the highest quality of sustainably sourced, fresh pressed ingredients. Vive is doctor crafted for effectiveness that you can trust. Vive has zero added sugar, zero artificial flavors, zero artificial colors. Vive never waters down their shots. These are immune system support shots that I love, my telehealth team loves, and they're available in a variety of blends for every immune boosting occasion. They have delicious flavors. You can support your immune system with a super convenient organic wellness shot. Their Vive Organic Sampler Pack, I love these. We have them at the Telehealth Center all the time. They have their original immunity boost that has things like ginger and turmeric, the immunity boost cayenne, which has ginger and turmeric, a little bit of cayenne, the immunity boost elderberry, immunity boost vitamin C with extra vitamin C in it. These wellness shots are USDA organic, doctor crafted, no sugar added, 100% recycled bottles, gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO verified and plant powered. 
Visit viveorganic.com and use code WILLCOLA checkout for 15% off your first purchase. That's V-I-V-E-O-R-G-A-N-I-C.com, viveorganic.com, and use code WILLCOLA for 15% off your first order. I think breakfast is is key, really, and it's cool to start with it. And okay. from the first week, people already see really wonderful results, and they're like, oh, wow, I can feel it working. Yeah, for sure. And you have questions from the community within each week, which I really love that because you know your community, and yeah. you know what people are thinking about, and you've heard probably every question under the sun, and you have it in the book. I, yeah, yeah. I thought of that. And one of the questions that I remember reading is, okay, what if I skip breakfast? Like, what uh-huh. if I do some gentle inter- intermittent fasting? What do you say to those people, what do they do? I say it's totally fine. But what you need to keep in mind is that whatever time you're having your first meal of the day, it should be savory. So you can use the recipes from the savory breakfast week. And if you want to eat it at 5 p.m. because that's your first meal, no problem. The still the same concept still applies because mm-hmm. when we're fasted, that's when our body is most sensitive. Whatever you eat is going to make its way really quickly through your digestion and into your bloodstream. So when we're fasted, that's the moment where glucose spikes tend to happen the most. So we have to be cautious and think savory and protein whenever we break our fast. Mm -hmm. And and we want our breakfast or first meal, our break fast meal to keep us satiated for at least four hours, right? Four hours, exactly. Got it. Yes. All right, so now we're at week two. We went from week one, now we're in week two. We're keeping the savory breakfast from days eight through 14, but we're adding in second tool, vinegar once a day. What's that mm-hmm. look like? And what's the science behind it? So that looks like the easiest way to get your vinegar in is to have one tablespoon of it in a big glass of water before a meal. And I call that one the GG classic because we've been doing it since 2020. <laughs> but the reason we do this in week two is because vinegar contains a wonderful component called acetic acid. And acetic acid is really powerful in reducing glucose spikes. So the way it works is that when you have a tablespoon of vinegar before a meal, the scientific studies show us that that can reduce the spike of the meal by up to 30% without changing what you're eating afterwards. Mm. Key point here. And I recommend people have their vinegar during the day before the meal that's going to be the highest in starches or sugars. So maybe you're somebody who loves your afternoon, I don't know, cookie, or maybe you love having pasta for dinner. Well, that's the moment to have your vinegar drink. And so you might be thinking, okay, so is it just vinegar and water? Well, no, here's the kicker. So I have created so many wonderful recipes for teas and mocktails and dressings. I I saw a mojito slushy in there. Can we talk about that one? Did you see in the photo? Yeah, did you see in the photo? It's my hands sticking out from behind the table, holding a little umbrella. Yeah, (laughs) I had a lot of fun creating the glucose (laughs) goddess recipe world. So what? tell us about the mojito slushy using vinegar. So the mojito slushy is a way to have your vinegar during the day while also making it feel like a fun little mocktail moment, right? So it's super simple. You're basically having a vinegar, mint, crushed ice, a little bit of lemon, and you mix that. It takes you two seconds. But importantly, try to pick a fancy glass, you know, and mix that in a blender until it's like a slushy and then just sip on it. And there you have it, your vinegar for the day, and you're helping your glucose levels and you're having fun. I love it. So you're making it fun. And you only have to do it once a day, right? I mean, do you, is there ever a time, like I'm an overachiever, is there ever a time to do it two, three times a day or is that not needed or is it like actually diminishing returns at that point? It's not diminishing returns. There's nothing wrong 
about doing it more than once a day. Like it's really up to you, but one once a day really gives you good benefits. And that's what the objective is doing this week. But, you know, if you want to do it more, that's totally up to you. Yeah, I'm just, I guess, trying to find another way to have my mojito slushy, my mocktail like toy. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> Three times a There's day. There's so many well, recipes in there. I guess they can try something new every day. They really Exactly. Yeah. And some community favorites are the hot cinnamon tea. That's a really sweet one. The green goddess dip dressing, which is a dressing with vinegar in it, but it's actually so delicious that you just want to eat it with a spoon. I love it. It has avocado in it. So lots of different ways of getting it in. You know, you don't have to do just the boring vinegar and water. That being said, a lot of people like doing that. And interestingly, what I found in the pilot study is that most people actually like having their vinegar first thing in the morning Hmm. before breakfast, just so they don't forget to do it. I'm more of like a girl who wants to make like a tea or a little mocktail in the afternoon, you know, give some to my friends who are coming over. Yeah. So it's really up to you. Got it. And I love the witty quips, I guess, the intros to the recipe but for the Cla- GG Classic. I think you said that it's a 2020 classic. <laughs> it's like that's yes. when it kicked off. I, I love that the the small personalizations that you did Thank really you. was not lost on me. So, you know, I really tried to make this as fun and approachable as possible. And I have the cutouts of each ingredient on each recipe page yes. and the ingredients in bold. Like I want people to open this book and just feel like, whoa, I love this. I can do it. I feel so much joy when I when I just flick through it. That's the vibe. So I'm happy you felt it. I definitely did. So you mentioned some people like doing the vinegar in the morning. You like having it maybe in, in the middle of the day. Does it, it doesn't, I guess the answer is probably no, but do you, did you find there's a, maybe a slight difference between on an empty stomach versus in the middle of the day or not at all? What I find a difference is, is more like before a meal that contains carbs versus not. So in the studies, you see some studies that show that just having it once a day, even in the morning, even if you're not having any carbs afterwards, still over time has a really positive impact. But if you want the like acute immediate impact, it's better to have it before the meal of your day that's highest in starches and sugars. So that's more the difference. In terms of empty stomach or not, you know, I have not seen a difference and I have not seen any studies looking at that. But um, I'll let you know if, if, I, if I find something. That's an interesting question. Yeah, I wonder. And yeah. going on a little quick tangent is going back to the aesthetics of the book, that like the visuals of the book, is that I know as a writer, as a creator sometimes and a visionary, it is hard sometimes to get the publishers to truly get your vision. What was your experience with that? Or did they just, was perfect, they just saw what you saw right away? No, it's always, it's always a discussion. So what happened is that after the first book came out, I was like, I need to, I need to sort of set a standard for colors and fonts. And I need a glucose goddess logo. Like I need to create a bit of a universe. So I worked with a wonderful team out of Paris who's actually, they're actually in fashion, which is why you might've felt the kind of fashion-y vibes. And so, you know, with them, we have this whole brand identity and this logo and this concept and the cutouts. And so I brought that to the publishers and I was like, guys, this is the new vibe. And they were like, okay, cool. Love it. And for most things, they were super open. Like all the inside was really easy. The cover of the book is always a discussion. So I was pushing, I was pushing, I was pushing. And it was, you know, a couple months of back and forth. But in the end, I'm really happy with what we ended up. But if you want the little, the little fun story, okay, I'll tell you something, a little bit secret. So on the cover of the book, I am wearing a black t-shirt. Yes. Okay. The original photo, (laughs) I'm wearing a black one sleeve tank top. Okay. Yes. And so the publishers were like, 
you know what? We love the cover, but we don't like that top. So I had to have somebody put a CGI oh t-shirt on gosh. me. That is that is some behind the scenes stuff right there. It's I, super you, behind the scenes. You would never guess that. They did a no, good job. it's really good. They did. Yeah, they did a shout out. To they, the they, made, they made you a little bit more conservative for the masses. Exactly. <laughs> but in the inside, there's all these collages of me as a kale fairy on an egg and doing crazy stuff. So it's all good. I, I gave them the t-shirt. It's fine. <laughs> I get it. The cover is a discussion sometimes. Let's yeah. just say that. So the inside of the book, you have these pretty pictures. I mean, it's, was this, I don't know, like what was your inspiration for, for all of these things. I guess you said that already. It's, it's fashion means science, but I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's really a work of art. Thank you. Well, you know, I think it was just really focusing on every single bit. So every single comma, every single word, every single way the ingredients were shot, making a big mood board for how we're going to shoot the recipes, you know, figuring out for the intros to each week, what the colors were, we're going we're gonna to use. It was just a lot of work and mm-hmm. time and effort. And because I had not ever taken recipe photos before, I didn't really know what I wanted. I didn't really know what Glucose Goddess was going to be in recipe format. So it was just trial and error Mm -hmm. and working with an amazing team who have, you know, they have a lot of experience in this, but I really wanted it to feel like me. Mm -hmm. So I used a lot of my intuition. Like, does this feel right? You know, Mm -hmm. does this feel good? Does this spark joy? Like, is this, it doesn't make me happy. And that was the barometer, I think. And one important thing as well is that, you know, in my Instagram, I when I show my glucose graphs, I always have a cutout of the food, like a little image of the food, and it's mm-hmm. cut out. And so we wanted to bring that concept into the book and to the forefront of mm-hmm. of the experience. So mm-hmm. on the cover, you see all these food cutouts. On each recipe, there's a f- all the food cutouts for the ingredients. In each week opener, there's one big giant food cutout, like a big giant broccoli or big giant egg. So that was an important piece, but just a lot of work step-by-step iteration, mm-hmm. never feeling like it's good enough. You know, mm-hmm. I really, I I lost some days of life, I think, with this book. <laughs> you know how it is. Yeah. But I'm really, really happy with the result. I, you know, I, I can't stop just yeah. opening the book and experiencing it. Oh my gosh. And it, I mean, I don't know if they use this term making it, but knowing, now hearing the time frame, this is pretty much a crash schedule. I mean, you're getting this out pretty fast. Very fast. <laughs> so I decided that I was going to do this at the end of August. So, you know, three months after the first book came out. And then I also knew that I wanted to run this study. So I was like, the study needs to happen in October because otherwise we don't have time. So I had one month to put the whole thing together, have all the recipes ready so I could run the study. And in parallel, working on all the design, the recipe photo shoots, the editing, you know, the cover, et cetera. So yeah, it was, it was a lot of work. And it was a lot of work. I mean, you were doing it behind the scenes because you weren't telling, I didn't know about it until, I mean, no. I knew about it earlier than the world did, but still you were yes. working behind the scenes. I was, Will, I was. But you know, when, when a project drives you so much and you just feel a lot of energy from it, that's how it felt. Like I just felt a lot of passion coming out. And especially when I, when I ran the study in October and I started seeing all the messages and all the results, I was like, whoa, we're holding something yeah. very important here. And so at that point, I was just like, whatever it takes, we're doing it. And, you know, in addition to all of this, the book is coming out in six languages at once in the beginning of May. Wow. So I have to handle like the French translation, the Spanish translation, the German translation. I mean, it's it's crazy. It's a lot of work. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's massive. Our next partner is Athletic Greens. I have taken AG1 by Athletic Greens for a long time now. 
It's daily nutrients plus long-term gut health. AG1 is so much more than just greens. It's all your key health products like multivitamins, minerals, pre and probiotics, and so much more working together synergistically as one to support so many things in your body. With just one scoop of Athletic Greens, I know that I'm getting the nutrients and gut health support that helps my whole body thrive and covers my nutritional bases. You all know as a functional medicine practitioner, I look at labs for a living and I see nutrient deficiencies all the time. And you can really start moving your nutrient deficiency status in the positive direction with Athletic Greens. It's made with 75 super high quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients like adaptogens that delivers benefits like mood support, immune system support, sleep support, sustained energy throughout the day, and so much more. I love that my AG1 is delivered monthly, so I don't have to think about it. I also love the Athletic Greens travel pack, so I don't have to miss a day. Plus, it tastes so good. I just mix it with water, just one scoop in water. You can put it in smoothies as well if you want to. I just like the plain old water. Super easy, convenient. In between consulting patients online, I can feel good knowing I've taken great care of my health. So if you want to take ownership of your health, today is a good time to start. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting, energy-supporting vitamin D, and also five free travel packs of Athletic Greens that I love so much when I'm traveling with your first purchase. So go to athleticgreens.com slash That's athleticgreens.com slash Check it out. Drinking water isn't easy for everyone, but the fact is staying hydrated allows your mind to work better, allows for clearer skin, and overall, you feel great. But finding a drink that's tasty enough to make you keep coming back without extra sugars and calories to drink regularly, it can be tough. Air Up is a new drinking system that flavors your water through scent and makes hydration fun and tasty. Science calls this experience retronasal smell, which is essentially using your sense of smell to taste. Easier than chopping up fruit and adding it to your glass, and just as health conscious as drinking plain water because, well, it is. Just fill the air up bottle with either still or sparkling water, pop on a flavor pod, and that's it. It's a way to turn plain water into a tasty and exciting beverage. And for the cherry on top, no sugar, calories, or any artificial ingredients. Honestly, it makes drinking water so much easier. There are loads of flavors to pick from, like watermelon, peach, cherry, and my personal favorite, strawberry lemonade, and so much more. You have to check these out. Anyway, for those of you out there that are looking to drink more water and finally actually enjoy it, Air Up has got you covered. Get the best of both worlds, tasty flavors, and all the benefits of water today with Air Up by clicking the Air Up link in the podcast description. Use code WillCola checkout for 15% off your purchase. Again, that's code WillCola at checkout for 15% off your purchase. So, okay, now we're in week three. We did savory breakfast. Yes. We did the vinegar once a day. We're halfway through. We're halfway through. Veggie starter once a day in week three. What's that look like? What's the science behind it? So the hack is before one of your meals a day, you're going to have a plate of vegetables and you're going to eat that at the beginning of the meal before anything else. And that's very important because... When we have veggies at the beginning of a meal, there's a substance in them that's amazing called fiber. And what fiber does when we eat it first is that 
it lands in our upper intestine and there it deploys itself onto our intestinal wall, creating this like protective viscous mesh, okay? This mesh is very important. It stays in place for a little while and it prevents your body from absorbing too many of the glucose molecules coming down after during the rest of the meal. So the concept is you have this veggie starter and the rest of the meal, you eat whatever you usually eat. And as a result, you reduce the spike of that meal by eating more than usual. That's really, really important. Mm. And so in week three, it's all about veggie starters. And I gave you a ton of easy recipes, raw veggies, cooked veggies. I have one like very long, slow cooked leek recipe, but most recipes are five minutes to make. And this really has a massive impact on how you feel, on your cravings, on your energy levels, and also you're helping your long-term health as well. Love it. What's your favorite recipe for this week? It's called backwards broccoli. So the concept is we've all put broccoli in a pot of boiling water, but have you ever poured boiling water into a bowl of raw broccoli? Never. There you go. Now you're going to start doing it. And so what you do is you do <laughs> And so as you leave, you leave the broccoli in the boiling water for about two minutes and then you strain it. And so the broccoli is slightly tender and then you plate it with some Greek yogurt and some harissa. And there you go, backwards broccoli. It's very, very delicious. So that's my current favorite. Yeah. So you're doing this before a meal. Do you have to, I've asked you this before, so I don't think it matters, but just to say on now in front of everybody, when you're having your fiber veggie starter, fiber rich veggie starter, the, the beginning, do you have to wait 10 minutes, half an hour, or just right, go cool right into thing. the rest of the, rest you of the meal? You can go right into it. And that's what's really cool about it. So really, you don't have to change your habits at all. But if you do want to wait, you can. So you can wait up to about <laughs> 90 minutes. So for example, imagine you're going out to dinner and you don't want to have your veggie starter at the dinner. You want to have it at home before. Well, you can do that. So you can make your backwards broccoli or your talented tomatoes or the slow cooked leeks or whatever other recipes and then go out for dinner. And as long as you're eating, you know, within 90 minutes after the end of your veggie starter, you're still going to get that protective effect. Got it. All right, now we're in week four, the pièce de résistance. Did I say that right? Yes, you said that perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we did all those three. You're humoring me because I probably didn't. With three, and then we're adding in a 10-minute movement. Mm -hmm. What? I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. What, what's the science behind it? Because yeah, it's, it's short, but it's powerful. It is. What's it say? So glucose is your body's favorite source of energy. So every cell in your body uses glucose to perform its function. And in particular, your muscles, when they contract, they're very happy to use glucose to do the contraction. And so we can use this concept, this information to our advantage. And the hack is as follows. The hack is after one of your meals a day, use your muscles for 10 minutes. Now, it doesn't have to be lifting weights at the gym. It doesn't have to be anything complicated. It can be simply walking, doing the dishes, doing some calf raises while you're watching TV. You can, of course, go ice skating or do any other, you know, random thing you want to do. What's important is just moving your body using your muscles. As you do this, some of the glucose from the meal you just had is going to be used by your muscles instead of creating the spike. And so just to remind you, like, you don't have to change what you're eating that much. Really, you know, the savory breakfast is the place where you'll find the most change. But other than that, you can just eat your regular meals and add these hacks in and your glucose levels will steady. And as a result, Will, what happens is that naturally your cravings start dissipating. 
you start feeling hunger cues from your body more, you know, and you're such an amazing teacher when it comes to feeling your body, connecting the mind and the body, you know, understanding the emotions coming through and you feel this reconnection happening. Mm -hmm. And so as a result, you're really starting to heal that connection mm -hmm. through this healing of your glucose levels. So it's wonderful. And I'm so excited to be sharing this with the world. I love it. So these are all accessible, I would say, a broad umbrella of people, you probably are unifying the world where, where wellness could be so tribal and like us versus them and everybody is pontificating their own opinions. Everyone's debating. I feel like the glucose goddess probably unites the world kumbaya. Is that, <laughs> is that the case? Do you get any naysayers? I don't know who the heck could be against you, but I, do you get any pushback from the science community or wellness world or whatever, whoever is out there, <laughs> the trolls out there? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, not that much. Because as you say, like, I'm super inclusive. I'm like, hey, guys, this is a science. Whatever your dietary habits, you can do this. So the pushback I get, you know, at the beginning when I started this project and because I was using my glucose monitor data to illustrate the studies and I was posting all these selfies of myself with my glucose monitor being like, oh, look how cool glucose monitor. And I started getting some messages from people with type 1 diabetes who were like, Jesse, like, this is quite triggering to us because for us, a glucose monitor is something we need to stay alive. And you're kind of making it into this like fashion-y accessory and they didn't like it very much. And I was like, oh, you're right. That's a bit insensitive. Mm -hmm. So I stopped posting those photos. That was really, I would say, the biggest piece of criticism or feedback that I got. Mm -hmm. But to be honest, Will, like I'm super open. Like I'm very excited to hear when people have smart remarks, smart criticism, and I'm happy to... Mm -hmm to, you know, update and improve. Mm -hmm. But um, any naysayers out there, to be honest, they just haven't really read my book or understood my work and they might make some snap judgments. But yeah, yeah I am trying to unify yeah. people. I love it. And the reality is like these, the data speaks for itself. You are helping people and these are such... I think if someone's offended about starting a having a veggie starter <laughs> or having yeah. a savory like, breakfast, guys. there are bigger problems in the world. It probably yeah. says more about them than you. <laughs> Totally. I'm telling you to eat vegetable. It's okay. Like it's not. <laughs> and move your body for 10 minutes. Well. It's like, yeah. it's okay. But it's all together. I think what's great about this is that it's accessible. These are affordable, like low cost or free things. And it is, and the, the statistics are really impressive. Yes. I mean, Absolutely. what was, I mean, just one of them, it was like in the 90 percentile of it, just improving yeah. people's 89% of people reduce their cravings. And I love what you said, you know, it's very true. Like these things are not actually that revolutionary because we've been doing them for a long time culturally. These are habits that we used to all do and that were part of just, you know, ancestral wisdom, but we've kind of lost touch with them. Mm -hmm. And so I think my contribution to the field is twofold. One, I help people actually get started mm -hmm. because you could know that you need to eat better, exercise more, but like, it's just so vague and hard. So I help people be like, okay, step one, mm -hmm. veggies first, savory breakfast, you know, just like solving the behavior change aspect. And two, I think being able to see visually the impact of these on mm -hmm. glucose levels and seeing the graphs, I think that's really motivating mm -hmm. and helps people like get it. Mm -hmm. And so those two things together combined, I think that's why this has been so successful. Yeah. And, and it's something that they can stick with. And I think a lot of yes. times when it's so much, they may do it for X amount of weeks, but it's like, these are things that are habits that you can stick with for the rest of your life. I see them a bit like brush your teeth, yeah. drink water, you know, yeah. eat your veggies first, have a savory breakfast. And by the way, 
if you can't do it one day, it's okay. Like imagine one day you forget to brush your teeth. It's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. You're not going to have like a breakdown about it. Well, same thing for the hacks. Like if you, if one day you can't do it, it's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. And in the method I explain, like if you do these 80% of the time, you're going to get a lot of benefits already. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's Sunday morning and I want to have, you know, chocolate cake for breakfast and I do. And so that's also important to to say and to mm -hmm. tell people, like it's all balanced, you know? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So I know that, I mean, this book's just coming out now, so I don't want to like jump too far ahead, but like, do you have any visions of what, what's next for the glucose goddess? I do, but if I told you, I'd have to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, I can tell you one thing. At the very end of the Glucose Goddess Method, I write this like conclusion letter. And I say, well, first of all, I say, I hope I've been a good flatmate because the whole concept is that I moved in with you. And I also say that, don't worry, we'll see each other very soon. I have lots of projects. This this, this feels like the beginning, Will. Like it really just yeah. feels like the beginning. I'm, I'm thinking Netflix documentary. I... <laughs> And you have not told me this. I'm not breaking any confidentiality. <laughs> I'm just saying, I see it. What I, else? Tell me, tell me more ideas. <laughs> I'll talk. We'll talk <laughs> offline. We'll, we'll maybe okay. do something together. Okay. You know, you did this last time. The podcast is called The Art of Being Well. I'm going to try. I don't remember what I asked you last time. Perfect. So I'm going to try to ask you different questions to people to learn even more about the glucose goddess's art of being well. First question is, what is a misconception about the wellness world or maybe about your work specifically that you want to settle once and for mm. all? Oh my God. The biggest misconception people have when they hear the name glucose goddess, when they hear my work, they're like, oh, that's somebody who doesn't eat any carbs. Mm. Or they'll be like, oh, don't look at me, Jesse. Yeah, you know, you're the glucose goddess. I'm eating some bread. I'm like, guys, I'm not about cutting out carbs. It's mm -hmm. so annoying. I'm not about cutting out carbs. I'm about learning to eat them in a way that doesn't spike you so that you don't kick off the addiction roller coaster. Yeah. I love carbs and I want people to know this. I eat carbs every day. Love carbs. They're delicious. I'm not here to cut them out of your life. I love it. What's your favorite carb? What's your, let's just say this. What's your favorite whole food carbohydrate of choice? Ooh, French fries. Was that an obvious answer? Because I'm French. Yeah. <laughs> Does that count as a whole food carb? Yeah, or would you say yeah, that's not yeah. super it's diced. Yeah, no, absolutely. Diced potatoes, yeah. what fried in some olive oil, avocado oil, yeah. right? Ghee. Or peaches. Love peaches. Ah, got it. So mm -hmm. out of all fruits, peaches are your favorite? I would have to say so, yes. Although I'm currently really into kiwis. I love kiwis. They're I probably kiwis. my favorite fruit. Where, where, Do you eat them with the skin? Oh, 100%. You do? Oh, yeah. That I yes, I'm, and people think I'm the weirdest person ever. I just literally so eat weird. it. I eat the whole thing, even the the hard ends. I eat no. the whole thing. Yes. Oh my god, that's so hardcore. So how do you eat your kiwi? I cut it in half and I spoon it out. Oh, okay. Well, have you tried it skin and all? No. Once I put my tongue on the skin and I was like, I just can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I'll try again for you. Try Will. it again. Oh, okay. I like it. You're very more refined cutting it open, spooning it out. Uh -huh. It's like a little nature cup. You know what I could do? What if I sliced it? Then I could probably eat the skin. I'll slice it like a saucisson, you know? Yes. There you go. I love it. Okay. I think the sweet tart combination plus I'm sure I'm upping my fiber, right? Because, you know, meeting the you skin are. like that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. 100%.
Hormones are one of the number one causes of skin, hair, and beauty issues. Our hormones are all under attack due to chronic stress and the 85,000 plus chemicals we're exposed to daily. Using a brand that is backed by an integrated health approach and verified hormone disruptor free will help you feel and look your best and get your hormones back in balance. Veracity is a beauty and wellness brand rooted in functional medicine that takes a whole health approach to your beauty by looking at your root cause hormones. Symptoms you experience on the outside, such as acne and premature aging, are directly related to inner issues such as bloating, fatigue, and painful periods, and they all stem from hormonal imbalances. Veracity's mission is to give people the tools to achieve hormone balance because your outer appearance is a direct reflection of your inner atmosphere. Their products create a system for balanced hormones and radiant glowing skin. They have this amazing at-home test to know what is really going on in your body. And then based on your results, you can get skincare to target and treat exactly what's going on in your case and specific tailored supplements to support and rebalance based on your specific needs. You'll receive a comprehensive report of your hormone levels along with actionable insights and recommendations, including veracity, skincare, and supplements to get back in balance from the inside out and the outside in. Veracity is committed to hormone clean, clinically proven ingredients that is validated by their medical advisory team of dermatologists, endocrinologists, OBGYNs, functional medicine doctors, and nutritionists. Visit veracityselfcare.com slash willcole to get 20% off your first order when you use code willcole. That's V-E-R-A-C-I-T-Y selfcare.com, veracityselfcare.com forward slash willcole or 20% off your first purchase with code WILLCOLE. From the offices of Create and Cultivate, I'm Jacqueline Johnson, the host of Work Party, a podcast for ambitious women looking to create and cultivate the career of their dreams. Work Party is paving the way for a new generation of women, women who are redefining the meaning of work on their own terms. Every Wednesday, we bring in leading female powerhouses for real talk and BS-free advice on building your business. You'll hear from female founders, CEOs, entrepreneurs, creatives, and so many other badass ladies. Are you ready to create and cultivate the career of your dreams? Then tune into Work Party, the podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the show and never miss an episode. What's like a non-whole food carb? You mentioned, I think, a chocolate cake. What's your favorite delicious like treat that you have as a carb? My favorite is Van Leeuwen's chocolate fudge brownie ice cream. Not the vegan version, the OG (laughs) version. (laughs) I've seen that place around town in New York City. You got to go. I've never been. You got to go. Okay, got it. Uh, It's really good. What's your favorite outdoor nature sound? Is it birds? Is it the wind? Is it water? What What's it for you? Uh, I would say, ooh, all of the all of the above. Maybe water. I think because you can just close your eyes and like just just yeah. flow. But yeah, it, I it, like I like beach water. I like beach water. I guess the ocean. <laughs> beach <laughs> I like water. beach water. <laughs> beach water is nice. Beach water I was for born the wind. In, yeah, I was born in the southwest of France in this little town called Biarritz, which is a surf town. And uh, I grew up like on the beach, like the house I was born was just on the beach. And so I always had the sound of the ocean outside my window. And I think that's just such a calming, 
soothing thing for your nervous system. It's just mm-hmm. like, oh, wonderful. It is, it is nature medicine for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's your favorite natural scent? It could be like essential oil, something from nature. What's your favorite scent? Does Palo Santo? Yeah. Yeah, work. Yeah. It's just so wonderful. Yeah. You know, I have the deodorant I wear is typically is Palo Santo deodorant and it's something and I we burn it in the clinic too because we're super, uh, you know, I just love it. I love the smell of it on all levels, but Mm, Palo Santo. So wonderful. One of my favorites too. I know. I've told you this. You get me and I get you. I love that we're friends. I love it too, Will. Seriously, I'm just like so excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> do you, do, speaking of scents, do you wear perfumes? Do you not? Like if, if so, what, what do you wear? Okay. Zero. No, when I was younger, I would wear this perfume called Parisienne, which means Parisian. But no, I don't. You know, I don't really brush my hair. I don't really like wear makeup unless I'm doing like a TV thing. Like I, I'm just, I'm super messy. Like, yeah, I'm... I, I'm not, I can't do all that stuff. <laughs> I wish I could, but it's just not me. You have impeccable style and it's Thank shown you. throughout the book. What's your favorite, like, where do you shop at? What's your favorite place to get some good clothes? Ooh, well, the thing I'm wearing right now is Alessandra Rich, which I really love with the little little flowers. It's really cute. I love Ghani. I love Jacquemus. Just like smaller brands, I guess. I like going to department stores where they have a lot of stuff and just finding like, little funky things right now i'm really into colors so i'm wearing like all these different colored tops and just really nice i just did my nails today orange love it that's the only polished thing about me it's my nails so i think it makes up for all the rest and the the (laughs) lack of perfume (laughs) when you come to the states is there any like clothing store place you have to visit when you're here that's a good question. Last time I was in LA, I went to Redone, you know, the uh, jeans place, and yeah. I got a re- on Melrose, and I got a really nice pair of jeans. But other than that, no, I mostly go to the US for Van Leeuwen's. That's my go-to place. <laughs> ice cream only. That's what we're known ice for. <laughs> <laughs> Just get the ice cream and leave. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Co- coffee or tea, if you had to pick, coffee or tea? I wish that my answer was tea, but it's going to be coffee. How, how do you like your coffee? I like a flat white with whole milk. Love it. Yeah. Okay. And then green tea. I actually drink both every day. I love both too. I do the same Mm -hmm. thing. I love tea, but I have coffee as well. I love them both. Yeah. What is a stereotype or cliche about Americans that you, (laughs) that are completely true? Like you maybe grew up knowing, like thinking about it, but then when you meet us- That you guys are really loud at restaurants. (laughs) Really? Yeah. So we just talk loud to yeah. each other? Yeah. And it's not like that in other places? <laughs> less, less. So yeah, you can always spot the American table. They just speak <laughs> louder. They're having a great time, you know? They're less self-conscious, I think. That's why it's loud speakers. But I, I love it. I appreciate it very much. I love it. What is a cliche or stereotype about French, the French that Americans yeah. get wrong? That you're like, okay, well, every time someone says it, it's like, no, that's not what we do. I think there's this whole thing about like French women don't get fat or this whole like halo around the fact that in France, like everybody's so healthy and, you know, it, it's just not really true. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, maybe it used to be, but it's yeah. just not anymore. A lot of people in France are struggling with their fertility, with their energy level, with their cravings, with their mental health, with their skin. Like, yeah. 
it's just not really true anymore. But yeah. I, I think it's still in the in the in the cultural ether, yeah. Ether, yeah, yeah, in America. You're right. It was the French paradox, but you're right. It's like so many yeah. blue zones and like centenarian areas are changing because of Western, you know, modern American Absolutely. diet is now everywhere. And if it's if it's any good indication, like my work in my book has done extremely well in France. Like people have just really loved the content and the science and the information. So there's a lot of stuff to for French people to learn too. I, yeah, definitely. What's a misconception, or let's say it this way: Is there a cliche or stereotype about that Americans have for the towards the French that is right? That that is absolutely generally true. I don't know because I'm not American. That's that's a tough one. What do you think is a French is stereotype? I don't know. I, I I mean, I guess like I mean, in my mind, it would be like: Does everybody drink wine? Is that like a, a yes? Everybody drinks wine. Everybody. I'm not a big alcohol person, so I really don't really drink that much wine at all. There's also this thing about like being effortlessly chic. Mm -hmm. I think it's true. I think French people like have a good sense of style and it is kind of on the effortless side of things. Mm -hmm. So I would say that one's probably true. But yes, everybody drinks wine and smokes cigarettes. Yeah. Like it's it's wild. I mean, do they it's put a, wine wild. in bottles? Like how young are kids having wine in France? Uh, basically here, there's no, you can just, when you're 14, you can walk into a store and just buy a bottle of wine and the person won't even look at you twice. It's just, it's not the same at all as it is in the US where there's this really whole thing about being 21. And as a result, I think what I've seen is in the, that in the US, when people are allowed to drink, they just binge mm -hmm. because it's been so restricted for so long in france nobody does like binge drinking it just doesn't mm -hmm. exist yeah it's not a thing right i always wonder i'd never really did a deep dive on the statistics but i have to think when you look at when you shove things underground and you restrict yes. things people will find a way oftentimes with habits if you even if you look at the prohibition here in the states and yes. what we did i mean it just doesn't normally work out and the war on drugs i think is another great example of that Generally yep. speaking, generally mm -hmm. speaking. All right. So I may have asked you this last time, but maybe it's changed and maybe I didn't ask you. What What's a skin, if you only had to use one skincare product, what would that skincare product be? Hyaluronic acid. You asked me last time, but this week I didn't, I did a new thing for the first time. I tried microneedling. Okay. So this, do you know what it is? I, I've not got it done, but yes, I know what it is. Okay. So this woman just puts like lots of little tiny, tiny needles into your face. <laughs> and Sounds like a blast. Like, Sounds like a blast. Yeah, but it stimulates collagen. And so I really wanted to try it. And it hurts like hell. Like it's horrible, especially on the tip of the nose. It's just awful. But I feel like it actually really worked. It's like that uh, hormetic stress, you know, yes. like for, for the human body, it's like cold exposure, sauna, et cetera. I'm, for the skin, that was a big stressor. And my, my skin feels really good today. So that's it. my new my new trend. I got it. I, I, I have to check it out. What is, I may have asked you this last time and maybe I didn't. What, do you know what Enneagram you are? Personality. Do I know any Grammy winner? No. <laughs> what did you say? Do you, I need to slow down. Do you know what, <laughs> now it's turned into two questions. Do you know what Enneagram you are? No, I don't. I know I'm I know my human design. I'm a projector. 
I know I'm a Gemini sun, Scorpio moon, and Capricorn rising. I don't know my Enneagram. I need to do it. I'll text you the link and you can take the test. Yeah, please do. Okay, cool. So in second question, do you know any Grammy award winner? No. (laughs) Do you? You probably do. I may. may, may, I have to think about it, but maybe. (laughs) Maybe. This is amazing. Do you... This is a little bit abstract. This is definitely not your wheelhouse, but I still want to know person to person. Do you believe in life after death? I believe that you have many lives and that your energy just lives on. I really, I'm almost like taking on projects for multiple lifetimes. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And it's like, this is a multiple lifetime kind of work. Mm-hmm. So yes, 100%. I, I really am very spiritual and I feel very connected to my soul to the universe, to the world. And I have super strong beliefs that we're all just one big soup. So yes. Love that. Were you always having that deep spiritual connection? Is this a newer thing? No, you know, so after I broke my back when I was 19, I had to construct a religion for myself in a way because I don't, you know, I, I was raised Catholic, but don't really believe. And so I had to just figure out what I believed because believing nothing is horrible Mm -hmm. in my experience in my opinion and so i just read all the stuff i could find you know i went i went into all different kinds of directions and whatever felt intuitively like it really resonated i just kind of you know marked that down Mm -hmm. and i over time through the people i've met the experiences i've had the way that i've spoken to myself to i feel like i speak to the universe or to my higher self it's just kind of built over time Mm -hmm. so now i have my own little religion i love it we needed to name it when well, okay, I'll think about it. Well, <laughs> we'll get back. We'll circle back <laughs> with you on that. I love it. No, but I, I, the collective consciousness and the synchronicities, yes. I think it's hard to deny that. There's so much just experientially for me, just so much mm-hmm. out there that I don't understand and know, but there's just this yeah. knowingness that there's something greater than myself. Exactly. And I often, you know, I might meet some people who are like, but Jesse, but you're such a scientist. How can you believe all that spiritual stuff? And I'm like, guys, just just hold on for a second. Do you really believe that the only thing that is true is the stuff that has been scientifically proven? Like we are living on a spinning ball that is going, you know, thousands of miles per second around a massive other ball of fire and you're a talking monkey. Like, are you really telling me that you think humans have it all figured out where there's scientific studies? Like, guys, come on. So <laughs> for me, both things completely coexist. I love that. that. I I feel like this should be the title of the episode. We are on one (laughs) spinning ball surrounded by a big ball of fire and you're a freaking talking monkey. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. All right, my friend, this has been great. So what is, where can people get the book, learn about your work? Where do they go? So the Glucose Goddess Method, my new offering to you. I recommend you get it at a local bookstore. You can use bookshop.org or Barnes & Noble are great, is great. And yeah, it's out May 4th and I'm so excited for it. And you can also find me on Instagram at Glucose Goddess. And the new book is The Glucose Goddess Method. I had to say this to you. I mean, before the book comes out and months after, like I, you probably know this already because you just have that vision, but this book's going to change the world. It's going to take you to a whole different level of influence and improving people's lives. hundred percent. I already see it. It's going to happen. And it's, I'm just excited to cheer you on, on the sidelines. I'm so proud of Thank you. Thank you, Will. I am so grateful for your friendship and your support. And uh, I hope we get to hang out in person soon. Let's make it happen. We have to, what, what did we say? We're going to go on a boat ride. 
Oh yeah, we were talking in the last episode about we're gonna rent a yacht. Mm-hmm. I don't know with what kind of money, <laughs> and then we're gonna go on like an island trip. Well, we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll get rent the yacht with the proceeds from this successful book of yours. It's gonna get perfect. Out. I will use all the proceeds from the book for our yacht vacation. <laughs> Not, but <laughs> we'll find a way. Yeah, my friend, come back anytime. Appreciate. Thank you, you Will. Love you. Thanks again for listening to The Art of Being Well. If you have a chance, please rate and review the podcast here. And if you like what you're hearing, hit follow and pass it along to a friend. To see more, head to drwillcole.com slash podcast. I'll be back every Monday and Thursday, and I hope you will too. Talk soon. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.